you know how we do it. good what's good chilling chilling hey welcome guys to tony's talk he's the producer breeze how you feeling man feeling good bro i just wish this weather would uh make up its mind and tell me if it's uh gonna stay hot or cool down <laughs> yeah i know huh pretty crazy weather man out here in cali it'd be tripping yeah yeah hey um i got a few questions for you man you ready let's do this let's see let's let's rock and roll all right man uh, first of all, guys, Breeze here is a producer for music. He makes beats and stuff like that, records artists and all that. Uh, Breeze, what got you into producing music and uh, who are some of your inspirations? Well, you're probably going to laugh, but a lot of people back in the day, um, when I first started you know, doing production, I went by the name Mr. Looney. I haven't always been Breeze. We'll get to that later. But um, okay. what I... My mom... God rest your soul, bought one of these karaoke machines. And I had two tapes, one to play the music and the other to record the music. And then, you know, you plug in the microphone and you you do whatever. But that's kind of how I got into into music. But I'll, I'll tell you the influence that's probably going to make you shake your head and say, nah, that's not true. When I first started listening to music, bro, um, I had a uh, my primo from Texas and he was into heavy metal. He was into okay. like Metallica, you know, when they were Metallica. He was into Metallica. He was into King Diamond, Hang the Pope, like all these these heavy ass devil music kind of stuff. And when yeah. he when he came down, I got I got into it with him. Like I I started listening to that. That's what I was I was listening to heavy metal, bro. You'd have never thought that. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel, I, I'm the same way, bro, because I have a cousin named Felipe. And he, he listens to Metallica, you know, Slipknot, Lamb of God, all those guys. Yeah, you so, know. And I would, chill, I would chill with him every weekend, you know, and I would always hear that music because he would be bumping it. So I feel you, man. Yeah, so, you know, he, he's bumping that. And then um, one day my my uh, my second oldest brother comes in and he starts bumping this song called Boys in the Hood from Eazy-E. And I'm like, I'm listening to that. I'm like, yeah, that's that's. I got a night. I like that. It kind of has this. I've never heard it like that before. And I said, who's that? And he goes, oh, that's uh, that's Easy E. Songs called Boys in the Hood. From that point on, bro, I stopped listening to heavy metal and I just started listening to rap. So Easy E was Boys in the Hood was the very first rap that I listened to that turned me on to wanting to hear more. So that's that's how I got into hip hop, bro. Just listening, yeah, he's a, he's listening he's to Boys in the you know? Hood. That's how I got it, bro. But um, that's crazy. but yeah, that's that's uh, that's kind of how I started. And you know, getting back to uh, 
getting back to the karaoke machine, bro. I just, um, you know, my mom bought that. And uh, I come from a family, you know, from East L.A. So, you know, what we got, bro, we got oldies. We got old school. You know, this is what I would grow up listening to. Everybody was listening to different, you know, varieties. So that's why when I produce, I can really hit every genre. I feel like because everything I grew up around. So that's when uh, the karaoke machine comes into play, bro. She bought that. I took it over. She got mad, but I, I took it over and I started doing loops, bro. I would rewind, record, rewind, record, rewind, record. And I just kind of wanted to see what it would sound like. And then, that, bro, believe it or not, that's how I started producing on a karaoke machine. I would just loop old school samples. That's awesome, bro. That's cool. That's that, that, that should inspire some people just by hearing that, you know? Exactly. And um, then I, you know, as... As I got a little older, you know, the computer age came out and um, I ran. I actually I was going to school, bro. I, I was going to school to ITT. I didn't want to work. I, I didn't want to go to school. You know, so I started working. I, I dropped out of school and I, and I went to work. And then, of course, as you get older, you're like, man, maybe I kind of need to finish school. So I, I went to ITT, you know, because I'm a tech. So I went okay. I went there, to, you know, get electronics and computer and stuff like that. And I ran into somebody that I was in school with that knew the producer for Spanish Fly. Now, I'm not talking about the Spanish Fly that, you know, people are considering Spanish Fly right now. I'm talking about the OG, S.A. Rich Rock, you know, DJ Tricks, and, um, you know, that Spanish Fly from the Harbor area. So he's like, yeah. he's like, hey, I, I, I know DJ Tricks, you know, that are done. I'm like, what? Really? The guy from 18 with a bullet? He's like, yeah. You know, I record with him. You should go with me. So I went with him one day. And, um, man, I got introduced to, you know, the the guy who was responsible for the sounds of Spanish Fly. And then he just kind of took me under his wing, bro, and started showing me, look, this is how I sample. This is what I do. And I just studied his every move. And then I bought a computer, bro, and it was a wrap. I bought a computer, downloaded, you know, illegal programs back in the day. Um, <laughs> I got that Cool Edit Pro. And uh, I started learning how to loop and how to put sounds in there and... I would show him and he'd be like, yo, that's 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 dope, man. You're getting better. You're getting better. And of course, you know, you just you keep going at it until you perfect it. And I'm glad to say I think I perfected it. So that's that's, that's how we get there, bro. That's awesome, bro. Your beats are awesome. That, that one you sent me the other day with my Juno and uh, Raw Greed, that one's a pretty badass beat, man. That's a real G -form. Oh, you talk about, um, uh, I think it's called From My Hood to Your Hood. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that song, bro. I love that song. And you know, um, truth be told, that sample, um, Mike Uno found it. And uh, okay. he sent it to me and he was like, I know you could do something with this. And I literally, bro, sat there for like a week trying to determine how can I flip this? What can I do with it? It's kind of already funky, you know? And I was like, ah, I know what I'll do. I'll put that DJ quick West Coast spin on it. You feel me? And yeah. I think it'll bang. And well, you heard it for yourself, bro. Yeah, you're, we're going we're gonna to play it for you guys uh, at the end of the podcast. Uh, Breeze, you know, you record, you record artists as well, right? You have a recording studio? I have recorded plenty of artists, yep. And um, when it comes to like discussing a change in the song or in the lyric or something like something you don't like or doesn't feel right in the song, like how do you go about that? Like discussing it with an artist? Um, To be honest with you, bro, you talk to anybody I ever work with, you know, my, my job, I'm the producer. 
And it's my job to make sure that that artist sounds good. Otherwise, I could just sit there and say, yeah, bro, it's good. It's good. And that just means I want his money. But that's not what I'm, I'm yeah. not in it for. I'm in it to make sure that artist sounds good because, believe it or not, my name's on that track. So I want it to be good, right? Yeah, you want it to be exactly. Hit, yeah. So I have no problem. You know, I, I mean, God, my mom always taught me, you know, fear no man, only one upstairs, you know? So it don't matter how yeah. people feel. I'll tell them the truth. I'll be like, look, bro, you're not hitting the notes the way I want, or you're not saying it with enough energy. Try it this way or eliminate this word. And Michael tell you, bro, I don't hold back. I'll be like, nah, man, I'm not feeling that duty. I mean, there was one, uh, there was one track he did on his, his new album. He did it like six times because he was like, what am I supposed to do to make sure this sounds good? I'm like, bro, just spit it right. You're not spitting it right. And finally he got it nailed, bro. I think, I think I frustrated him and pissed him off. So when he sent it back, it was perfection, bro. I was like, see, I told you. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. You right. (laughs) You know, you know, he had it. Exactly, bro. And I feel like any artist, producer, singer, whatever you are, you should never go half-ass. You should always go 100%. Otherwise, you're faking yourself out and you're robbing the listeners as well to your true potential. That's true, man. And um, what's one thing that every song must have to be solid in your in your eyes? To be solid? Yeah. Honestly, um, I think every song has to have um, a theme. Like, I don't think... If I give you a West Coast beat, or let me rephrase that. Let's say I give you a a storytelling beat. You shouldn't be rapping about bitches and hoes. No, yeah. You should be telling me your story or a story. Or if I give you a club beat that's to get the people. I mean, let's be real, bro. You get a club beat, you want to pump the fans up. You want to get them going, right? You shouldn't yeah. be talking about blasting fools and running from the cops. It doesn't work for me that way. When I paint a picture, I want you to make sure you're painting. I can give you, look, bro, I can give you the picture, but it's up to you to finish it with the colors. That I, I'm, I'm giving you, I'm giving you the, <clears throat> what do they call that? Yeah, I'm giving you everything you need. Now finish it. Okay. That's true, man. Um, So... Who are like, uh, who's the best producer in your eyes in the industry right now? Right now? Yeah. You know what, bro? It's really hard to say. And I'll be honest with you. I don't really listen to the sounds of today. It, to me, they all sound, it all sounds the same. It, 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 there's no variety in the sound. It's like just really trap to me everywhere I go. But if we're going to talk all around, um, you know, Come on, bro. You, you can't leave out Dr. Dre. You know, one of my biggest inspirations. Um, You can't leave out Scott Storch. You can't leave out one of my faves, The Alchemist. I mean, that dude. Oh, my Lord, bro. That yeah. dude is a... Whew. Can't leave out Alchemist. You can't leave out um Eric Sermon. And a lot of people who don't know what Eric Sermon is, he used to be part of EPMD, but he's a producer now. <clears throat> um, Just like, damn, bro. You know, you... They just have this sound. Uh, what, what was the guy's name from Gangstar? Um, oh, my God. What's his uh, I can't remember his name for the life of me right now. But, yeah, uh, him. Um, you you know, you had um, just, just, just so many producers. But those kind of stick out to me as, man, any, any genre, any style, 
anything they can pretty much touch it and you know i know people are gonna say oh man how, how come you don't mention like you know, puff daddy and all that well, well let's be real puff daddy you know his production was was good but i'm saying if you're putting him on on the mount rushmore no i don't think he belongs there okay yeah i feel you man um what is the who's the biggest artist you've had on a uh, one of your beats in your <clears throat> um I had quite a few bro um unfortunately when i got into the music game uh i wasn't well taught <laughs> i didn't know the rules i didn't know that you know people could steal your stuff um but I've worked with uh, mainstream artists. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of ASAP Rocky. I mean, I'm sure you have. Yeah, I have um, you know, that's all. You know, to my to my boy Juice. We call him Juice, but um, he runs uh, Midnight Management. He uh, he got a call, bro. He 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 had a connection, and he was like, "I think you should work with my boy Loon." I, back in the day, that's when I told you they call me Looney. And, and they said, "Well, yeah. we need a real West Coast beat." So I gave them um, a beat that I thought they would like. And man, they, they fell in love with it. ASAP Rocky spit 16 on it. And then they got Big Payback, rest in peace. Uh, they got <clears throat> they got a couple others on there. And you can go on YouTube, you know, and look it up. It's called Superman, ASAP Rocky. I produced that. And we even got a little, uh, we even got a little clip in uh, XXL. You know, XXL Magazine reviewed that. And, you know, my name is in there, <laughs> which... A lot of producers can't say that, bro. A lot of producers that are out here that want to hate and say what it. When your name pops up in XXL, come talk to me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel you. That's cool, man. That's awesome. You know, I, I didn't know that about you. That's pretty cool. I see it on your Instagram something about ASAP Rocky. The credit that said ASAP Rocky, but I wasn't sure. That yeah, meant. you know, I produced for ASAP Rocky. Um, I produced for Mr. Capone. I've produced for Frost. I produced for Glasses, uh, Glasses Malone. Um, you know, just you, you, you can pretty much anybody who knows my sound, bro, because I have a distinctive sound. They'll know that I produced it. I didn't always get my credit, but believe you me, you listen to it, you'll be like, man, that that sound like a loon beat. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, bro. Uh, that's all the questions I have for you, man. Um, do you have any last words for your fans out there listening? Or, and what can we expect? Oh man, you can expect a lot, bro. I got albums in the work with my boy Mike Uno, Raw G, Villain. Um, working on a couple things uh, on my own projects that that I am working on uh, called Diamond in the Rough. And this is where I'm getting all the artists that want, that don't get exposure, that don't get promoted, and they just kind of get overlooked because they don't have that platform. I'm gonna bring them out and introduce them to people. So as I produce the whole thing. Um, I got another, <clears throat> uh, you can look it up, bro. It's a very popular series that I did back in the day called on the Boulevard. And I would take old school samples, oldies, funk. I would reflip them my way. And then I get an artist to spit on it. You know, I never charged, you know, it was all free for the, for the fans, but uh, I think I'm doing on the Boulevard five. <laughs> We're up to five. Okay. Um, a couple, couple new things in the works with again, you know, Mr. Capone, um, a couple other people that reached out to me. Got Mr. Criminal that reached out to me. Um, man, bro, the, the list the list is pretty long, but I want to keep it quiet because I want everybody to just be like, where did that come from? Yeah, you know? I but yeah, man, in, in reality, bro, I just want people to understand 
sometimes they may think I'm hating or I may be outspoken on certain things, but it's not that. The fact is, let's be true, bro. The game isn't what it used to be. The game, you needed to have talent. You needed to be artistic. You needed to have uniqueness to your sound or you needed something to draw the fans in with how good you were. Nowadays, bro, it's all about views, likes, comments. Everybody sounds the same, like I said to me. And you and you can pretty yeah. much pay for that stuff. Like yeah, just marketing and stuff. Right. Like that well, now. okay, bro, come on. I mean, I know I'm probably gonna ruffle some feathers, but hey, that's me. Ask Mike, he'll tell you. Let's be real, bro. If you getting four or five million views on YouTube and you only have five comments, I kind of see something strange with that. But but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, my, but my other point is you get four or five million views like i see these little outlets out there right there's like um well i won't name them because i don't want them to get upset but there's a few outlets you could go out there and you know you see these videos and i mean be truth be told bro they're, they're okay but there's no way they should be getting four or five million views but then you have to stop and think wait a minute why is it that you needed to go to this platform or these platforms to get 5 million views? Because if your music was that damn good, you should be able to get that 5 million on your own channel, right? Yeah, so that's yeah. what I'm saying, bro. It skews. It skews, you know, how good you really are. Because, yeah, you may have 5 million views. How come you're not signed to a record deal? How come I don't hear you on the radio? How come nobody's talking about you other than on that one channel? You see what I'm saying? It doesn't make sense to me. They're paying for the exactly. views. Exactly. Paying for the views. You're paying for the likes. And like Jay Cooper, the machines, the machines, uh, what does he say? Something about the machine is working yeah, for exactly, you. Exactly, bro. So and then you know they have the audacity to screenshot that and say, I'm pulling five mil. Okay, is five million dollars in your pocket? Because last time I called you, your cell phone was off. Last time I called you and asked you for yeah, my hundred dollars, you said you didn't have it, but you got five million views. Stop <laughs> it, bro! Stop it! Stop it! Hit the bro. brakes, bro! <laughs> like, stop it, bro! Like, no. <laughs> I, okay, I, I'll say this, Tony. How come you got five million views on YouTube on those channels, right? But but when you post yeah. it on your Instagram, you got seventy-eight views. <laughs> Where in one, in one light? Thank you. Where, where, where does that make sense, brother? Please tell me. Talk to me. Tell me something. Maybe I'm not understanding. I don't understand it either, bro. I don't know about that, man. I have, it's some crazy stuff, man. But it is what it is. You know, that's that's how the game is now. I guess you know they right. You got. You, hopefully, they are, I mean, hopefully they are. You get five number. million. No, because they posted it on that platform. Who do you think is getting the money? Oh yeah. But, yeah, but now true. also stop and think about this, Tony. I'm just saying. See, I spit facts, bro. And I and that's why a lot of people don't like talking yeah. to me. So you got 5 million views on YouTube, right? Why do you only have 100 followers? 5 million people have saw your video. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it just makes crazy, no bro. sense. It doesn't make sense. The map, the map the don't make sense. Bro, 1 plus 1 is not 5. You know what I mean? Not, not, not last no, time not. I checked. And you can't say I'm lying <laughs> And you can't say that it's not true You could go and see for yourself You're spitting facts man. And you're that's why facts. people don't like me <laughs> That's, that's alright man You just you just said the truth man and That's it bro me, like look I've never tried to be anything I've never you know what I mean Like back in the day you know yeah 
I might have looked like a gangster. I might have dressed like a gangster. But I have two brothers from East LA, bro, grew, and my tío, you know, all from gangs. I grew up in that. You're gonna, you're gonna follow that trend until you find something that's. Yeah. Well, maybe this isn't for me. And it wasn't. The streets were not for Don't get me wrong. I still have street mentality. So, like, if you try to go there, we can play. But in other words, yeah. you know, don't don't take my personality as a weakness. This is me, but I won't hesitate to hit that street button if I need to. Yeah, man, that's true. You know, you gotta you gotta Always. stay ready. All right, for sure, man. That sounds good, man. Thank you for coming on the show, man. It was a pleasure. You got one last word or anything you want to say? Yeah, first we of end all, this? bro, I want to thank you for reaching out to me. That that meant a lot. Um, everybody, please pay attention. This man is doing something for you guys. As 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 a podcast, he's bringing you on free of charge for you to speak your story and tell the people who you are. You need to accept that gratefulness that he's doing that for you. That's facts. I also am doing the same thing, Tony. We got Phil the Breeze, the first premiere. Phil the Breeze, bro. It's it's uh we we may have to reverse this, and I may have to interview you now. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man, we got we got uh, Phil the Breeze podcast coming this uh at this weekend. First artist, you know, man. I'm telling you, everybody going crazy. And uh, shout out to my boy, Mike Uno. Shout out to Raji, Villain, uh, my boy, Hip Hop Alcatraz. Um, man, just a lot of people that I work with, they know me. And um, other than that, bro, you know, just everybody stay safe. God bless. Be you. Don't be who they want you to be. Exactly. That's it, brother. Awesome, man. All right, man. Thank you for coming on, man. You have a good one. Talk to you have later. a great one. Alright man, peace.
about the game, but don't stay true to it. Speaking on that shit, that got your boy acting foolish. My genius, motherfucker, thought you all good to go. Your boy got a mate under the palm trees, cause he yellow from your mate. Got the moldy slob blowing trees in the shade. I gotta keep it moving, cause the gang don't wait. From all good to go, your boy got a mate under the palm trees, cause we yellow from your mate. Got the moldy slob blowing trees in the shade. I gotta keep it moving, cause the gang don't wait. So